0: Country Crossover, brought to you by Waterforce, Winton and your local company with two conveniently placed depots. From design to installation and servicing, visit waterforce.co.nz. And joining us in the Country Crossover, thanks to Waterforce Executive Producer of the Country, Rowena Duncan. Good afternoon.
1: Good afternoon, Andy. And look, I might have actually found myself walking along Kid bopping to that so well done you this is the only form of Nickelback I find tolerable
0: You don't mind that?
1: Well I wouldn't go <laughs> that far I would tolerate it, it's certainly not something that would find myself in my most played list on Spotify.
0: Well it's only a minute long clip, it's all I could find but nonetheless I knew it was out there so um, yeah, mission accomplished I suppose Hey um, you're up north again, you've had a busy week haven't you?
1: I have indeed. I have had a busy week. Uh, It's been a bit of a mishmash around, but it's been a good week as well. And it was great to be in Carapiro yesterday, just outside of, um, what is it? Not Uh, far
0: from Cambridge. Cambridge.
1: Cambridge. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. Just outside of Cambridge yesterday for one of two Dairy and Zed Farmers Forum series that we're able to uh, hold in person this year. So they were on Zoom. There were five of them for the last kind of year or so and so this year we've got two in-person events which is fantastic it was great yesterday to walk into that hall there were over 300 people there and just catch up with people that I used to farm with, catch up with people that I know through the Dairy Industry Awards catch up with people that I just know through being involved in dairy and just yeah, great to see so many people and so many friends as well We, we kind of lost that ability a bit and then took it for granted that we don't get to see people all the time and so when we actually do. It's just that connection is so amazing.
0: Uh, The Dairy Forum up there, tell us about it. How was it?
1: Yeah, it was brilliant. Uh, So we kicked off by uh, talking with... Uh, Melissa Clark Reynolds. She was the first presenter, uh, food futurist, and just really looking at what other trends are out there from consumers. You could kind of feel the the people in the room who hadn't seen her speak before just kind of go, <gasps> you know, that draw, that intake of breath, and kind of recoil in horror at some of the things that are being done overseas in that protein space things that you know as dairy farmers we might have uh, to compete with or you know just be in that same space so yeah it was really interesting we had uh, heard from the dairy and dead scientists as well so we did a bit of a speed dating uh, with the scientists in which they had three minutes to kind of present what they've been working on Uh, one of my good friends was one of those scientists I know she's been working on heat stress and cows doing a a trial up in northland which you know when i caught up with her in january at a wedding to say hey how's the trial going she's like well we just got hit by cyclone hail uh so the cows are not very heat stressed at the moment so true uh yeah that was really cool then they went into breakout sessions and especially the big thing in dairy at the moment is the cost of inputs, you know the, that break even cost creeping above for a lot of people above the cost of the milk payout this season, And so we heard from real farmers, you know, what conversations they're having with their accountants, what conversations they're having with their banks what they've been able to change in their business to actually help mitigate some of the changes that we're seeing that farmers aren't able to do anything about so that was really good to have on the ground, genuine examples, uh, which yeah It was fantastic, and it was just the conversations happening. You know, this is a really challenging year for dairy, but people were so positive, which was quite amazing, but also realistic. But still, I think they were just happy to all be together and, and, you know, be hearing their levy at work.
0: And look, we talk about these events that are happening. Field Days is back to its normal place in June. Southern Field Days are happening again next February. I think, apart from that, all the major events are pretty much up and running as they were three years, three or four years ago.
1: Yeah, yeah, which is really good to see as well. I think it wasn't until we didn't have that connection that we kind of didn't realise how much we need it. We can be so insular on farms. So, you know, there is another Dairy and Dead Farmers Forum event coming up. It is free for for levy-paying farmers, and that's in Ashburton on Tuesday, the 9th of uh, May. So it's just after opening weekend. If you can uh, drag yourself (laughs) off the farm for a day, I highly, highly recommend it. I'll be travelling up to MC that one again, and we've got some great speakers yet again. But, yeah, I just... I really didn't realise how much everyone has missed those that connection and, and getting together, yeah.
0: Yeah, I've got this weekend in the gate first. Um, I'm making my coaching debut tomorrow, actually.
1: Oh, here we go. Here um, we go. Look out, the opposition.
0: Gore, oh, Gore Wanderers Black Team, 8th um, grade, I think it is, um, for 7- um, and 8-year-olds. <laughs> uh, my son's Fantastic. team, so I yep. haven't really got any given Sunday speeches or anything like that really organised at this stage, but you've got to remember the demographic you're working with. We had a game last year watching my son play, and all of a sudden a flock of seagulls were above um, the playing field, and everyone just said, look at the seagulls! <laughs> the next two minutes, everybody was just chasing seagulls around a 10-acre paddock. It yeah. was... Um, Yeah, you you just got to work with what's in front of you, I suppose. But no, I'm looking forward to it, actually. And so, winter sports coming around quickly once again.
1: Yes, yeah, they are indeed. So, yeah, no, uh, the the attention span at that age. I know when I was yeah. playing cricket growing up, a lot of the girls would sit down and make daisy chains. That was a little bit frustrating <laughs> for those of us who actually were pretty serious about our cricket. But, hey, it is what it is, and good on them for getting out there. And actually, a flock of seagulls, that's a band you should be playing instead of Nickelback, Andy.
0: Well, flock of seagulls, um, they got a few bangers, have they? Or oh, one. One. <laughs> I ran. <laughs> a, a bit like Daru with nickel mixed in, but uh, no, and just rugby and true. Tell you what, the weather's looking really, really good here next three or four days. Top of the table actually, Barbar's taking on Woodlands. Top of the table, Premier clash tomorrow. A lot of Stags players involved there as well. So, club rugby's been going four or five weeks already too. Gee, the year's just it's just whipping Aww. past
1: really is and um I'm quite excited I'm actually going to be heading along to the rural women New Zealand. They've got a three day conference and so yes. over the weekend and I'm actually flying down tomorrow morning to meet up with my parents for the week. and uh, gonna be heading along dragging mum and dad to the dinner tomorrow night to hear from some amazing guest speakers and yeah really looking forward to that connection as well catching up with people I haven't seen for a few years.
0: You must be a real fan of Air New Zealand.
1: Oh I really am not <laughs> It's safe to say, I really am not. The people at the end of the uh, contact centre line are absolutely lovely. But even just this morning, Andy, as I was walking to work, I was on hold to in New Zealand. I've got a, a one-way flight from Zurich to Dunedin in July. Uh, it wasn't the Zurich to Singapore leg. It wasn't the Singapore to Auckland leg. It was the Auckland to Dunedin flight on the Sunday. That oh, no. had a, a a gate or no a time change, a schedule change. It was going from twelve forty-five to twelve twenty-five. Could I accept that change on the app? No. Did I have to ring the 0800 number to accept that 20-minute schedule change? Yes. When I got through on the 0800 number, did I need to talk to the domestic team or did they need to then transfer me to the international team? Yes. So to, to accept this call, it took three different people and, um, yeah, a lot of time. And I just thought, man, where they could be a lot more efficient.
0: Sounds like you've got issues. I'll let you go and deal with some catch up next time, bro. Us.
1: Definitely a me problem. Thanks,
0: Andy. Rowena Duncan out of the country. Uh, The country crossover. Thanks to Waterforce. Up next Friday afternoon, Andrew Cochran from Vets.